0: Welcome to Learning with Lisa, Student Success Beyond Expectations podcast with Lisa Navarra, award-winning educator, consultant, behavior specialist, author, and parent. This podcast provides support for school leaders, educators, and parents. We share and discuss evidence-based resources that are embedded in social and emotional learning to meet the needs of students who struggle focusing and learning. Teachers and parents find information and strategies to improve students' academic, behavioral, and social-emotional performance. It's time to turn kids from I can't into I can.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Student Success Beyond Expectations podcast. I am Lisa Navara, your host, and today we are with Gia Scardina, And Gia holds a very special place in my heart as well as her family. I got the pleasure of working with Gia and her family and getting to know her as a mom and a professional. And what a wealth of knowledge she is for both my listeners as well as for her own children as she went through the process and journey of learning how to teach her own children how to self-regulate. Gia is a mom of a son who's nine years old, a daughter who's 10, and who's a loving stepmom to a 20-year-old daughter as well. I also have the pleasure of getting to know her husband and together they have been able to really set such a positive foundation for their children. But Gia has a very unique background. Gia also happens to be a parent advocate. And Gia has been a parent advocate for approximately six years, where she educates parents on the CSE, CPSC processes, as well as she has a special niche in hearing loss. So she works directly with the parents who work with her in regards to hearing loss. And she works directly with children who have hearing loss as well. Now that's just a little bit about Gia as her wealth of knowledge goes much more beyond that disability, but she really empowers others. And so today she's here to provide and support our mission for you to inspire you, provide information, and resources, too. So hello, Gia, and welcome.
2: Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely my pleasure. Gia, would you tell my listeners a little bit about your background and what really inspired you to become a parent advocate?
2: Sure. So um, my journey began uh, with my first born child. Um, I had her later in life. She is 10, as Lisa said. Um, and I was 40 when I gave birth to her. She was born with hearing loss. And um, I have never experienced um, children with hearing loss until I had my daughter. Um, my journey began there.
1: And what, would that, what was that journey like in, initially? When you first found out that your child had hearing loss. How did you feel? And what were the next and first steps that you took?
2: So um, I did find out at birth, really newborn hearing screening that they give now. um, And I was absolutely overwhelmed, very emotional, um, and scared. Um, There were many days Many nights that I cried wondering if my daughter would ever be able to hear me say, I love you. Or many times if I would wonder if if she would be able to tell me that she loved me. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to learn sign language. Um, So many, so many things went through my mind. And then, you know, a couple with my husband as well, who was going through um, his stage um, of acceptance, I, I, I call it now.
1: Gia, if you had any advice for parents who are just finding out that their child might have some struggles in life, um, what would you tell them?
2: Stay strong. Stay at it. Um, it's okay to fear the unknown, but you're going to get there you'll get there, you absolutely will. That little bundle of joy that you gave birth to or you have had the blessing to, to have in your, in your life, you will find a way.
1: And you found your way, didn't you? As well as your husband, Joe, right?
2: Absolutely. It's been a journey that I, would, I wouldn't know what my life would be like without.
1: What supports helped you and Joe get to where you are now with your children?
2: Um, Honestly, it just started off, um, you know, through school, through parent education, um, through other parent experiences, um, as well as uh, just reaching out, really just reaching out, talking to friends, uh, working through Many emotional days and nights of um, what to do, where to go, Um, googling, I was googling, I would read, many, many things. But you just start at one point and focus on one thing as you go through.
1: And tell us about your children now. How are they?
2: Well... Uh, my daughter, as I said, is 10. She is um, still hearing impaired, of course, because that doesn't go away. But um, she is in a mainstream classroom in public school. She's doing phenomenally well. And then I have a son who is nine, he just turned nine. And he is uh, also hearing impaired. He's more moderate to severe um, with hearing loss. And he also has ADHD. Um, he is in a 1511 class um, in public school. And he's actually doing very well. Um, we had gone through some struggles the last half, two years for sure, but um, we just keep going, you know, and I keep learning, and he keeps learning. And as a family, we learn together.
1: And being a parent of a child who has hearing loss and ADHD, are there certain (laughs) strategies that you use to help him along, whether it be academically, behaviorally, socially? What can you share with us?
2: So, you know, I feel like with hearing loss, um, I basically had, like, language down. How to, how to teach him. But he started to struggle in, at the end of like first grade behaviorally. And um, I was recommended through SEPTA um, to reach out to you, actually. So I learned some new techniques to help him and guide him. And um, not only do they help and guide him, but they helped us as a family. And um, it really helped me a lot.
1: (laughs) That's wonderful. And Gia, for our listeners who who aren't sure of what SEPTA is, can you explain to them what it is and and what they provided for you as a
2: parent? Sure. SEPTA is um, like Special Education Parent-Teacher Association. Instead of being the the general PTA, it's for special education parents. And um, many school districts, Have SEPTA, and with SEPTA, they will give parent education and talk about different things, um, different children with different needs. Um, You'll need other parents um, who could give you support and guide you as well, because without our parent network, it's you know, it it could become overwhelming. You know, um, I learned a lot from other parents. And through our shared experiences, some other children with hearing loss, I've had, my son has many different friends with different abilities, and um, we all we all just get along. We accept one another, learn about one another, and help one another.
1: And as, and for the, our listeners yeah. who have children in school, so school age children, I think, Gia, mm-hmm. you would agree how important it is to get involved, get involved with your school septa. Oftentimes, absolutely. there's not a lot of membership there, but there's a need and a want for camaraderie. Can you speak toward that? Would you agree with that?
2: I absolutely think that if you have a child that has special needs, Get involved in SEPTA. Even if you don't go to every meeting, um, they're on um, Zoom now. They do a lot of things virtually. They record things, and you may not get there that night, but be involved. Um, You'll be surprised at what little things might help you. You know, and it could be one little thing, but if that one little thing is going to help you, help your child. Get involved.
1: Right. And those little things, I think maybe you're even mentioning, like they have speakers come in and they have information and they hand out resources and, and bridge that connection between the outside world and school and what organizations are available, um, such as yes. you're very involved with the Cleary school, or at least you were. Yes. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about the Cleary school and your involvement?
2: Sure. So, um, I first began my journey at Clear School in 2010, and um, by 2012, I became one of the uh, PTA presidents, or P- actually PSA, which was uh, Parent Student Association. <laughs> um, and um, Clear School was uh, definitely a learning, edu- a learning experience. They had parent education there for us. Um, They talked us through uh, the CSE process, the CTSC process. They um, taught us everything you'd want to know about hearing loss, for sure, Um, as well as different language language options. You know, we were able to take sign language classes there. Um, We were able to, um, he was, my son went to, my both kids went through um, summer school process. It was uh, a wonderful experience.
1: Yes, and they have a lot of programs specifically geared toward um, hearing loss. Mm-hmm. For those of, for those listeners who are not quite sure what the Clery School is, right? Um, and that's wonderful. Correct. There's
2: different. There's all different programs. They have a pre-K program. They have a PIP program. The PIP program is uh, parents in. Um, with the infants, the parent-infant program, and that would be where parents come in with their infants, and they start doing, like, learning to listen sounds, Um, they have a baby group, Um, they have a music group, Um, all different types of um, things that they'll process through, because, you know, your child starts hearing the moments from your womb, so even if they're hearing impaired or deaf, there's different things that deaf children pick up on. And every single one of those sounds are important. And early intervention
1: is so important. Sounds like you had your children in early intervention as soon as you could.
2: Yes, oh, my daughter was five months and my son was Four hours.
1: <laughs> and that's the way to go. We were from the
2: hospital when I called, when I made phone calls. <laughs> so.
1: And that's so you, that's the GI I know. Absolutely. You're getting right <laughs> on top of it. you talking about getting right on top of things. Then you expanded okay. yourself and dedicated yourself sure. to helping children and families with your advocacy, right? I yes. I
2: went through the partners. fire. Mm-hmm. I did. I did go through um, the partners in training program through New York State um, to learn about being an advocate. Um, I, was, I became certified with partners in training. And then I took partners in policymaking. Um, and I was able to do some stuff uh, you know, with Congress and be involved in that kind of stuff. We go up, we can lobby um, just to get support. You know for other children with special needs
1: can you talk to us about um a child or a family that you help through your advocacy
2: sure um
1: there's probably so many of them gia that you don't even know which one to pick first i mean i know you're wrong you know you know i,
2: I i like, you know, without saying means I, I, I I'm, trying, I'm trying to like process how to not say it. but um, yeah, absolutely. So you know, I, I travel to different areas. So um, I was able to recently, as a matter of fact, help a child get services that she needed. Um, she was going into third grade, and um, the district was giving her a little bit of a hard time. Um, just because, again, with all the virtual learning, which is becoming challenging, um, it's, it's harder to do testing and um, get some services that are needed. So um, we were able to, I was able to direct the parent as to where she needed to go, what reports she might need to process everything. And um, we were able to reconvene at a later date for meeting. And um, she was able to get the services that she needed for her child.
1: And if you're getting a sense that Gia is knowledgeable and very level-headed, you've got it right. Uh, I'll never forget when you had the foresight, actually, to have me come in and sit in on a CSC meeting as your child's Mm -hmm. service provider. And uh, I just... had such great respect because working with schools and working with families and being around advocates myself, I just loved the way you were able to navigate the correspondences and the discussions among everybody and advocate for your child. But it was in such a fair and respectful way that everybody walked away happy and everyone Mm -hmm. felt like you know we really were able to utilize the resources as much as possible I absolutely loved your approach to um
2: thank you thank you I think that um overall and this is something I do stress to parents that um you know go in there with a plan like have have a plan you know we could sit down discuss what you what you feel um is appropriate for your child and you know, think about things, you know, always be willing to, you know, maybe want or ask for more than you want so you could be negotiable, um, you know, and also participate. If you, um, you know, if you've taken your child to the doctor, if you've gotten them services outside that you've provided on your own, share that with your school district, share that. They wanna see that you're trying to help your child outside as well, it's actually, you know, it really, it, it just helps things along, just because, you know, they want to help you as well, as long as like you're willing to put in some work as well, and always be willing to negotiate. You know, um, I find that sometimes parents are so um, scared to allow their children to maybe take a, take a chance, You know, take a take a, you know, take a shot at, you know, seeing what a child could do without maybe, you know, one day of service. So if they normally typically get three days, maybe they'll uh, individual, maybe they'll want them to do two days individual and one day group. And you'll be surprised as to what your child can do.
1: Yes, and so what I'm hearing really is to work as a partnership. If there are certain recommendations made, consider them, have a discussion, and then you can always go back and revisit if there were any changes that you're really still uneasy with.
2: Correct. Absolutely.
1: Right. And so do you remember the moment when you wanted to become an advocate? What was that like?
2: Um I actually do. <laughs> um, it was very empowering for the, for the moment and scary at the time. But um, I just, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Um, I realized that so many people just started to talk to me. Um, I think I was very approachable and parents would just ask me questions and felt comfortable and I'm. Un- I love people, people um, love and you. I. I <laughs> what was that?
1: And people love you. People, I walk.
2: If I'm yeah. walking Thank with you. your
1: old stuff. and Joe, is like, yes, yes, she knows everybody, <laughs> and everybody knows you. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, I'm very. I am. I am very lucky. I, I am. I definitely consider myself very lucky in so many ways,
1: <laughs> and as they are just as lucky to have you on their side which is Thank absolutely you. fantastic. So um, yeah. so you gave us advice for um, mm-hmm. if you should know um, that your child is potentially going to have some challenges to get right on mm-hmm. it, start with early intervention. You gave some advice for yeah. when working with school districts and advocating for yourself and, and working as a team.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What kind of advice if you were an outsider looking in would give you, what advice would you give yourself?
2: Well, most recently, I have stri- I've struggled over the years to putting too much on my plate and overwhelming myself. So most recently, the best advice I gave to myself was to start to care for myself first. Um, just making, i um, giving myself an hour of time, sometimes a day, sometimes it's only once a week, but I give myself that time, um, doing whatever it is that I like. So for me and not for everybody else, because I've never said no.
1: Self-care is so important. The past
2: few months, honestly, through COVID. COVID taught me to say that it was okay to say no once in a while.
1: And how do you feel because you're taking more better care of yourself? How do you feel at the end of the day?
2: Wonderful, actually. <laughs> Wonderful. I am, you know, I'm I'm extremely happy. Um, I overall I feel better. I feel like I have more patience with my children, my family, myself.
1: And isn't mm-hmm. that what so many parents do? They put so much pressure on themselves, oftentimes. There's a lot of guilt. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I could have done this better. Mm-hmm. If only. Yes. Right. And, and really, yeah. I think part of that bottom line is our kids love us. You know, and they just want us to be happy as much as we want them to be happy.
2: And they really don't have much of an idea of how much you <laughs> what goes on in your mind all day and how you sometimes can't turn it off. They don't know that. right? So all they know is that you love them and that you show them love.
1: Gia, if there was one piece of advice that you can give students who struggle learning, how mm-hmm. would you help them or what would you say to them so they can turn their I can't into I can?
2: Well, generally I know with my son, I will give him options. I actually have focused in on what's important to him. So generally, I will say to him, um, what's going to make you feel better today? You know, um, would you like to do A or B? And allow him to feel like he's making the choice. Sometimes that helps him to turn his I guess, frown upside down or um, sometimes get his, get himself refocused.
1: Yeah, I really have to say a very special thank you for sharing your, your story with my listeners, showing your heart a bit, who you are. And if they would like to get in touch with you, to discuss with you, what their options are in terms of working with you as a parent advocate, how can they get in contact with you?
2: So I can be reached by my cell phone at 516-639-6468 or through my email, it's gabbygab40 at gmail.com.
1: Great. Well, thank you so much for spending this time with us tonight. And we look forward to having you you Thank you for having me, Lisa. You're welcome. Absolutely, my honor. Everybody, take this podcast, take this information. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. Get that information out there. Gia shared a lot of resources with us tonight. And we want to help everybody around us as much as we possibly can. So, you know, make it a great day. Bye for now.
0: Thank you for listening to the Student Success Beyond Expectations podcast where school leaders, educators, and parents meet on behalf of children who struggle with learning. To bring workshops to your school or organization, contact Child Behavior Consulting and get started with resources available at childbehaviorconsulting.com, Amazon, and teacherspayteachers.com for ready-to-use resources and children's books. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to review, subscribe, share, and give us a shout-out on social media.